Hello, welcome to the Sapiens Insurance 360 broadcast. I'm your host, Jeffy Thomas, Vice President of Professional Services here at Sapiens North America. I'm so glad that you're out there listening. This is where we discuss the latest news, trends, issues from across the insurance solution and technology spectrum. 2024 has just begun and the outlook for the medical professional liability industry continues to improve. Given better rate adequacies, the diminishing impact of the pandemic-related exposures, higher reinvestment rates, and improved overall returns. Although the industry continues to weather varying market cycles despite the uh, taught reform challenges, it still faces other specific challenges such as persistent economic uh, uncertainty, rising reinsurance costs, staffing challenges, and ongoing hospital consolidation. So what does the road ahead look like for the uh, MPL industry? To help us answer the question, joining us today is a special guest, Brian Atchinson, President and CEO of the MPL Association. MPL Association is a national association representing the uh, medical professional liability community. MPL Association members insure nearly 2.5 million healthcare professionals around the world and over 3,000 hospitals and 50,000 medical facilities and group practices globally. Prior to joining the MPL Association, Brian served in various leadership roles in the industry and state government organizations, including being the main superintendent of insurance and the president of the National Association for Insurance Commissioners. He has authored numerous articles and testified before Congress and served on committees of the National Academy of Sciences. So, Brian, it's great to uh, have you on this show. Thanks, Jeffy. It's great to be here. So, as I mentioned in the intro, 2024 so far is looking somewhat like a uh, mixed bag for the uh, MPL industry. 2023 itself was a packed year for MPL due to the continuing hospital um, consolidations, the staffing challenges, and further fallout from uh, the uh, COVID pandemic. Can you provide an overview and update as you see it? Sure. Thanks very much for the question. Well, 2024, I think, continues a positive trend for the MPL industry. Um, as, as I think you know, in 2023, we were still, still coming out of uh, the sort of the COVID aftermath and uh, waiting for the proposed or, or threatened flood of, of claims for COVID, which never did really materialize. Um, and we also uh, were finding that rate adequacy was finally beginning to be something that was becoming more widespread in the marketplace um, for quite some time. Um, rates had been kept low. Uh, it was marketplaces that are very competitive. Um, but 2023, certainly we continued to see consolidation of hospital providers, uh, other healthcare providers. Um, and that is not going to stop. I mean, we're also seeing consolidation amongst physician group practices around the country. That certainly impacts some of the MPL carriers uh, that have traditionally focused on physicians. Um, I would say that, that one of the things that has improved in 23 and continues into 24 are issues regarding staffing challenges. While they're certainly not solved entirely, um, people may recall in 2022, things were pretty desperate, both in healthcare staffing and insurance company staffing and just staffing of just about every type and variety 
Um, that seems to have abated. Um, and things continue to seem to solidify as we move into 2024. And that's certainly a positive in terms of being able to manage an organization or deliver healthcare uh, without having to uh, deal with a lot of uh, apps, empty positions or having to pay exorbitant prices for uh, temporary staff. Uh, so, so in that regard, I think the 24 looks to continue a sort of a, a positive trajectory for the MPL industry and, and we're excited about that. Thanks for that, Brian. Uh, a lot of uncertainty, especially the positive outlook in, uh, in the uh, pandemic-related uh, uh, impact, right? Um, so a lot going on, and uh, let, let's pivot a little bit on the uh, liability premiums themselves. A protracted period of upwards volatility in the MPL uh, premium has continued into the fourth consecutive year this year and uh, suggests a possible hot insurance market. That make it difficult for physicians to find affordable coverage. What are your thoughts on that matter, Brian? Well, certainly we're seeing some evolution of what's going on with premiums. But um, on one hand, um, there is a sense that uh, premiums are moving back more towards the indicated level based on you know, actuarial determination. For a number of years, uh, the MPL marketplace has been very, very competitive with uh, a number of carriers in the physician marketplace and other carriers and other parts of the healthcare liability market competing for business. Uh, good for good for uh, consumers, good for customers. Um, but um, the 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 former insurance regulator in me is always a little concerned um, if rates are not maintaining a level of adequacy, um, because you know ultimately the most effective form of consumer protection from the regulatory perspective used to be ensuring that that uh, companies were solvent and collecting enough rates. Now I will say that almost all the companies in the MPL market at this point, certainly within our membership, are very financially strong, very very healthy balance sheets, uh, good asset surplus levels. Um, and so, so no, con no real concerns there, but um, certainly we are seeing rates stabilizing and firming up. Um, but again, it's been very competitive for a long time. And the traditional definition of, of a hard market is that uh, healthcare providers uh, are not able to either find coverage or afford coverage. And, we're, and I would say we're not really quite there yet. There may be some isolated areas in the United States, certain states, parts of certain states, um, where uh, there may be challenges for finding adequate coverage or affordable coverage. But, but at this point, it's still relatively competitive out there. So I think if you're a clinician or a facility and you're going into the marketplace and looking for coverage, most everywhere you're able to find that coverage. It may be costing more now, but that's the nature of, of, a, of an insurance market and, and the cycles of insurance. So, um, you know, I, I think people should still feel pretty good about where the market is at this point now that rates are firming up, but, uh, but there is a lot of competition out there. Interesting, Brian. Um, so somewhat connected with the, with the premiums is a topic that keeps coming up, right? The uh, MPL thought reforms. Has thought reforms continued to affect the MPL market and particularly the premiums? Absolutely. Um, you know, the, the number of states have passed tort reforms going back over 10, 20, 30 years uh, to, in, in recognition that um, in order to maintain a uh, healthy number of doctors and nurses and hospitals and clinics in a state or in a community, 
uh, the laws need to be fair and balanced. And, and so a lot of states recognize that over the decades and put in place, you know, what are often referred to as tort reforms to ensure that these are fair and, fair and balanced systems with predictability um, and to eliminate, you know, bad outcomes when it's not, when they're not warranted. And over the last three to five years, we've seen a steady, uh, a steady chipping away at tort reforms in many, many states. Um, you know, in some states they've been turned overturned in other states, they've been diluted. Um, we're seeing a very coordinated effort throughout the United States, uh, by various interests, uh, to try to reduce the liability protections for those who provide healthcare. Uh, or, or, you know, it's, it's not always just state laws. I mean, we're seeing a lot of changes taking place in how judicial systems work, how the, um, the court system, the various terms of, uh, administrative process and, and rules of procedure, uh, can also be very impactful negatively. Um, you know, Pennsylvania is a glaring example of where, uh, states regarding, uh, standing to bring a claim, uh, were dramatically changed to go back to a way things were 25 years ago. And, and just in one year, the number of claims that have been filed for medical liability against clinicians uh, has dramatically increased in some of the more plaintiff-friendly communities, such as Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and others. Now, this, you know, th- this doesn't just happen for no reason. It's because, you know, historically, there the uh, the the juries and the ju- and the members of the judiciary in those areas um, have not been particularly um, supportive of the interests of uh, those delivering medical care. Uh, and and in fact, you know, so it's it, not just tort reforms that we're worried about. The MPL Association, its major initiative for the past three years has been coordinating and organizing work on public policy throughout the states, working with all of our members to coordinate and collaborate to ensure that there is fair and impartial information presented in legislative venues and other public policy venues to ensure that the laws and rules or procedures remain fair and balanced so that clinicians and healthcare organizations and institutions will be treated fairly in the, in the courts, in the entire claims process. Um, so we, we are very concerned about tort reforms because they're trending in the wrong direction in far too many states. And, uh, and we're devoting a lot of time and energy to try to do what we can to continue to advance and defend uh, the interests of those providing medical care and the companies insuring them. Great. Thanks, Brian. A very complicated and complex uh, situation that ultimately people are striving for the quality of care. So I'm sure tort reform is uh, going to be a continued topic and uh, we'll be continuing to hear and track it uh, over the next 12 months. So now switching gears and looking back to the last year, AM, AM Best has revised its outlook. They moved from a negative to a stable condition. And they're citing improved conditions such as uh, rate adequacies, higher reinvestment rates, and overall an improved um, return. Do you think these positive trends will continue into 2024? Is there anything else the industry uh, um, faces in 2024? I, I do think these positive indicators and trends will continue in 24. I mean, I also think that, um, you know, it's been a fascinating process to watch and observe and engage with our with our friends at AM Best as to, you know, their view of the MPL marketplace. Um, 
you know, they they had identified a number of concerns, a number of what some call headwinds going back, you know, four or five, six years ago. Um, and and many of those were legitimate concerns. I mean, I think when COVID arrived in 2020, I mean, a lot of people in both in the industry, outside of the industry, in the finance world, in the insurance world, healthcare world, were anticipating that there was going to be an avalanche of of claims brought against um, those who provided medical care and treatment or responsible for diagnosing, um, as well as, you know, those in the insurance side on the MPL side. But the reality was, that while there were certainly some claims, there was never an avalanche. I mean, there, you know, the preponderance of claims that did, that did get filed were mostly focused on the long-term care, the nursing home community. And, and I think that it's well-established. And, you know, as, as, uh, someone said not too long ago, um, it, it's not surprising with the benefit of hindsight that there was not the avalanche of claims because, you know, MPL claims are usually directed when there is a belief that there may not have been uh, the appropriate standards of care followed in the delivery of care and treatment. And in this case, we're talking about a pandemic for which there was no known appropriate care and treatment. Um, So, um, you know, it's been gratifying in that regard to see that uh, there has not been an avalanche of, of claims and lawsuits. Um, but, you know, as, as we look forward, I mean, a lot of the other headwinds have also abated. I mean, there have been grave concerns going for five years now about interest rates, that there was, there, there many believe there was an inevitability of a tremendous increase in interest rates, potentially going back as high as they were in the early 1980s, when interest rates got to 15, 18 percent. And while they certainly did go up a bit over the last couple of years, they've also, they also did not stay that high for very long. Um, And so in terms of both the cost of claims impacted by interest rates, the the impact on investments, I mean, it's been not nearly what some had concerns about in terms of the impact on insurance companies, particularly the MPL space. Um, So, you know, we, we think the positive trends uh, that started to manifest themselves in 2023 will continue to 24. You know, concerns about staffing, they are not what they were in 22 and early 23. Um, there, there will continue to be consolidation in the healthcare space. But, um, you know, I think people are going into these things wiser now, more careful. Um, I think, you know, there started to be some interesting observations about the impact of uh, private equity and the delivery of healthcare. Um, you know, there was a, a recent piece in the New England Journal of Medicine, which was quite insightful. Um, so, you know, I think, I think people are going to move a little more slowly to make sure things are going a little more predictably. Um, and I think that's generally good. That's good for consumers, for clinicians, for insurance organizations. Um, you know, I, I think overall we're we're hopefully moving towards a continued stable environment in 24 and beyond. But of course, having said that is almost like tempting fate um, because it seems like every time you think things have settled down and uh, uncertainty has abated, um, something will come out of left field, sort of the black swan event uh, that will change our understanding of what the future holds for us. So, um, you know, it's uh, don't, don't ever assume, but uh, I, I think, the MPL industry is right now in a pretty good place. And uh, so, you know, fingers crossed when we go forward. Thank you. Thank you. Great advice and great insights. 
Thank you so very much, Brian. You've given me and our listeners so much to think about. And I'm sure we'll keep hearing about these issues in the context of MPL industry for many more months to come. Thank you so much for joining us on the program. To our listeners, as always, thank you so much for spending time with us today. We love hearing from you. So if you have comments or would like to follow us on social media, please reach out to us on our channels. And do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. And thank you once again for listening. We have more coming. So please be sure to tune in next time to Sapiens Insurance 360.